Welcome to the CSFI podcast on how to build a sustainable bank in the MENA region. I'm Martina Garcia, I'm the director of the Center for the Study of Financial Innovation. And today I have the pleasure of uh, speaking with uh, Dr. Periana Bedalgabi and uh, Vera Spencer Kubek to discuss uh, the latest uh, uh, white paper on how to build a sustainable bank in MENA. Um, Dr. Periana Abdelgali is a lecturer and a program leader in sustainable finance at the London Institute of Banking and Finance. And she has more than 15 years experience working with the private and the public sector in the MENA region. Vera spencer Kubek is a sustainable consultant and advisor with a, a huge experience in delivering multi-million international business transformation and technology-driven change in financial services. So the two are the dream team to study this, uh, this topic and I'm extremely happy to welcome them today. Um, could we start by, can, can you tell us why did you decide to research and write on this topic? Thank you. So um, I decided to um, co-author with um, Vera on this topic because I've been approached by a few banks in the Middle East, North Africa asking, why should we transform to sustainable finance and how to do it? So they did a bit of challenge here in understanding why is sustainable finance transformation important and is it optional or not and how to do it? This is because simply they are um, their common mistakes in the in the in, in banks in the MENA region and how to transform their banks and where to start from. So it's a still trial and error that's a bit making them behind. So I'm cooperating with, with Vera to, um, to provide them with a clear path on how to transform towards sustainable finance. Excellent. Vera, what, what, uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, if I could just add a few things, maybe. Uh, uh, obviously, we know that the transformation is not optional. We know that changes are happening in the environment, in, in the natural environment, as well as in the social environment. And uh, I would dare to say that this is probably the most significant challenge of our generation to actually conduct this transformation. And uh, from experience and from, unfortunately, statistics also, also uh, confirm this, uh, we know that about 80% of business transformations fail or failed the first time round. And uh, unfortunately, this time round, we don't really have the benefit of the time and we don't really have the benefit of uh, being able to fail. We can't fail. And uh, we know the reasons for this failure. The reasons are known. They are perfectly avoidable. Um, so we basically decided to uh, create a paper and uh, give businesses uh, best practices, probably share best practices and, and share some tips how they should approach this task. Yeah, the, the, uh, I mean, uh, reading the, the, the paper, I, I was really surprised and struck by, by this, uh, this assertion that uh, um, the, this is the most challenging uh, transformation to, uh, to be done. And, um, mm -hmm. and, and I really would like to better understand why sustainability is harder than, uh, uh, you know, for example, navigating the great financial crisis, as you mentioned in the paper. Um, what is? 
what yeah what is the reason why is it i mean it's 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 got it's obviously a transformational change like uh, lots of other transformational changes so in that respect it's very similar to what uh, businesses have been doing or organizations in general not just businesses have been doing from probably the beginning of time we have to uh, realize though that uh, in this case we are transforming mature systems sometimes uh, even even when we just look at climate change for example sometimes climate change is called a perfect storm or it's a like a super tricky transformation or super wicked challenge they sometimes call it because uh, as i said we transform mature systems mature economic systems mature political systems to some extent and we have to tackle it at all levels we have to look at it globally then we have to uh, kind of look at the transformation of individual countries, regions, sometimes companies, and as well as individuals. And that is making the landscape massively, massively complex. So to me, that is that is one of the key reasons why, um, why it's just much more challenging than any other transformation. Uh, you may also pick up, though, that there is lots of focus on data collection. There are lots of... Uh, organizations mm -hmm. focus on sustainability data and uh, uh, the reason for this is because uh, we, we traditionally do not collect data that are related to so-called triple bottom line we are very much focused on the single bottom line on the on the profits and on on the economic side of things but we very rarely focus on the social and the environmental side or uh, um, collecting data about the different types of capital, if you may want to reformulate it. And uh, that means that uh, the data on sustainability is still patchy, is not sufficiently robust. So there's lots of uh, a kind of effort now to make the data available. And obviously, if we want to make, uh, well, good decisions, we need good data. So so if, if I understand you well, what, what you're saying is that it's not just the internal business transformation, which obviously is very challenging, but is and this transformation is taking place in an environment that is itself subject to a lot of transformation and uh, uncertainty and a lack of uh, an imperfect transformation. Exactly, exactly. So we are transforming a business whilst the economic environment is transforming at the same time. So we're seeing the regulatory space transforming. We're also seeing things like consumer appetite transforming. Obviously, the more uh, the more the consumers are uh, educated about sustainability and about what is going on, so they are changing the way they interact with companies, for example. Yeah, yeah. And what about the from an internal perspective, uh, Perian? Do, do do you think then that? Uh, uh, specific challenges to this transformation inside the banks? Well, there are, there are a few actually, if I might add to um, um, Vera's argument. Well, first of all, it's not a technical change. It's a change of mindset. It's not doing business as usual. It's not business as usual. They tend to do business the same way, plus integrating the ESG. So the ESG is being treated as an external add-on uh, sherry on top. It's not, it should be the foundation of doing the business and not sherry on top. Mm -hmm. So they should transform their mindset looking into how to do business. It's not like one extra mile that we're doing to tick the box. So this is first. The second is most of the banks in the manner they're looking for one size fits all. So give us um, 
Like they asked me to give give them a few steps to follow. It's not a one size fits all. Like each each organization, although they're all banks, but banks work in different national business systems. And oil based uh, economies is different, and agri based economies is different than tourist tourism based economies. They have to do things differently. So the transformation they're not stand alone sector in the transformation they have to look into the characteristics of the national business system they're operating on so looking at what government's doing looking at the laws the the the, the income uh, stream where is it coming from if it's coming from oil it's different than agribusiness different than tourism or an industrial industrial country so it's changing a mindset and not just um, um a, a, a bit of technicalities that changes and the change of mindset needs cultural change and, and cultural change is extremely painful to everyone like why why do I have to stop doing business the way as I do business every day this is what's in it for me so it's it's a whole mindset change rather than just adding some few technical steps into doing business as usual so 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 somehow they have to have a holistic comprehensive look at the whole system rather than I'm a standalone organization in all these changes. Oh, that sounds extremely challenging. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, you, Vera mentioned at the beginning, um, 80% of business transformations fail. This one cannot fail. And this one is the hardest ever. Well, how are you squaring this circle? What is your advice? Can you give us a little bit of a hint of what the paper contains? <laughs> yeah, I probably do not want to disclose too much because we obviously would like people to read the paper. And as Perian says, it's not a blueprint. It's not one size fits all where you can just follow pre prescribed steps and, uh, and get there. But nevertheless, we have included a whole range of suggestions and best practices that banks can adopt. So in summary, if you want to succeed in these efforts, and I absolutely agree with what, uh, what was said before, that uh, this is not a technical challenge, this is a, a behavior challenge. So to transform a business, I personally find it quite useful to think about the transformation in terms of people, process and technology. So we're changing the technology, but we're also changing processes and we're also changing the way uh, people operate. So upskilling people, for example, or or restaffing certain roles, etc. So banks should aim to shift all these three at the same time, although obviously not in one step. It's a step-by-step -step process. And uh, when uh, companies normally start thinking about the sustainability gap, you will find out that there's lots and lots of areas they would like to tackle. Again, it's important to understand that uh, it shouldn't all be tackled at the same time, because uh, if you try to do the change in kind of one step and all at the same time, you can destabilize your organization and, and turn it into a major chaos. Um, so it's important to understand what is material for uh, the organization. The, the, the terminology is, uh, we, we talk mm -hmm. about double materiality rather than single materiality. So essentially looking at uh, what uh, what are the changes in the environment that impact my organization, but also what is happening in my organization that is impacting the environment. And the environment here means environment in a broader sense. So obviously social environment, natural environment, but also political environment, et cetera, et cetera. Mary do, do you have any further thoughts on, uh, on that? 
Yeah, of course. Um, I do want to add um, that the transformation starts from revisiting the strategy of the organizations, developing the sustainable finance roadmap for the bank before taking any steps further. What I've seen a common mistake in the MENA region as well is um, committing to a few uh, narrow initiatives, um, scattered initiatives, and then report on these initiatives. We, you, we are not... We are not um, looking for initiatives because simply the transformation towards the same was much more bigger than a few initiatives. As I said, it's transforming how business has been happening for ages and now we're transforming this mindset. So banks need to um, look at developing their sustainable finance roadmap and strategy plus retraining their staff because they are the uh, agents of change. If we're speaking about change of mindset, they are the agents of change. You have to inject talent by providing the um, necessary knowledge and, and, and skills they need in order to support um, the organizations, the organizational transformation. They, they're not just building up blocks of the organizational culture, but the change towards um, uh, further steps that uh, the organization want to move in certain direction. So the, the 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 banks will have to. It's a must to seek partnerships and collaborations with professional organizations dedicated and specialized. It's not again a standalone journey. So the the partnerships and collaborations are vital to provide them with the necessary knowledge and skills and um, um, uh, to, um, how can I say that, fulfill the gaps um, of the organization uh, in, in understanding how this journey can be handled. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I can, I can understand all of that, but it, it, is, uh, it is clearly uh, quite challenging. As you mentioned, Perian earlier, yeah? people do think about what's in it for themselves. What do you think are the opportunities of that transformation for the banks? Well, Mena um, Region has untapped resources. There are huge opportunities for um, creating new streams of income in, in all the countries in the Middle East and North Africa. Again, they've been doing business traditionally. So if you look at what industries banks have been financing, it's the traditional um, uh, 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 way of doing business. It's tourism. Why don't you look at ecotourism, ecological tourism? So how look in financing um, uh, oil and gas? Why don't you look at alternative energy? Look at the new untapped resources that you have in, in the region and there is a huge opportunity to create new streams of income. Plus, I have always stressed on the cross-context cooperation because countries among each other, they can still cooperate to satisfy and fulfill the needs of each other by cooperating in different industrial areas. Like some countries, for example, they have strong competitive advantage in agriculture but they have a big gap in energy. So they can cooperate with another country that has a competitive advantage in energy, but still needs um, to, to um, fulfill a gap in um, the agribusiness. So the cooperation is key, not just with organizations, 
countries among each other to, to, to address the untapped resources in the region. Vera, do you, do you agree with Parian? Yeah, I absolutely do. Absolutely do. There are huge development opportunities in, in the MENA region. I would just stress the partnerships in here. Again, if we if we see this transformation as a regulatory exercise or a technical exercise, it may end up being costly exercise, which doesn't really bring much benefit. So we should we should look at it holistically and we should seek synergies between, uh, for example, sustainable transformation and digital transformation, because uh, um, we we talked briefly about the the challenges of of data or management information systems overall, so there definitely will be a huge overlap, and uh, all this uh, there's probably one more actually area that we haven't uh, really talked about or haven't really tackled, and that is the need for strong leadership, and strong leadership at all levels of an organization. So uh, we do need, uh, uh, Perian already mentioned this, uh, any transformational change is basically what I call a sandwich. So it has to happen top to bottom and bottom to top at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it has to be led from the top, but it also has to be uh, led from typically through teams of champions uh, from, uh, from the staff who are the agents of change and, and uh together using these two different forces, the, the transformational change is normally delivered. And uh, that means that we need leaders, uh, and that's uh, senior leaders as much as uh, middle management or junior leaders, who understand, right? They understand what is going on, what the risks are, what the opportunities are, and why there is the urgency of this transformation. So strong need for leadership. Can I add something um, to what Vera just said? It's not just leadership, but we need believers. Because sometimes leadership, again, is just about, okay, we are looking at making money, which I just said uh, mentioned about creating new streams of income. So again, they're looking at the end goal, not throughout the process. And this is the difference between and leadership and leadership who are believers in sustainable finance. So they are laying a, um, a strong um, a foundation ground in sustainable finance um, um, for life. So believers in in um, in sustainability is important, not just people who are like, okay, let's tick the box and get over with so we can stop all these people talking around us and environmental source pressuring us everywhere. Yeah, so leadership and vision. Exactly. Oh, you're adding and adding and adding. Um, <laughs> these, uh, running out of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Challenging, challenges and challenges. Um, be just one question that we haven't dealt with, but we are running out of time. So I want just a one, you know, 30 seconds answer. Yes. Is it any different in MENA than in other region, this transformation? other characteristics in the MENA region that makes it harder or easier or different? Well, I'd, I'd said, of course, yes. Uh, well, each region has uh, challenges, but yes, in the in the MENA region, there are few characteristics of the national business systems and how things happen. Of course, it affects the transformation. That's why I'm reassuring on seeking partnerships and, and collaborations with professional and industry-focused organizations and academic uh, institutions and uh, training and, and um, development in order to do it the right way. Great. Well, 
if you want to know more, just go to the website, the IIVF website, the MENA pages, and find the paper. It's all there for you to read. Thank you very much. <laughs>